It's a Tuesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the Nahum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. In our studio, we welcome from Israel Mr. Stewie Hershkowitz. He is the vice president of one of our favorite institutions, the Jerusalem College of Technology. Many of you know it as Machon Lev. Many of you are probably not aware of the incredible reach that they now um, uh, enjoy, that they now have uh, projected throughout the state of Israel um, with uh, so many different programs and uh, really answering um, many, many different needs in Israel. And we're here to discuss that this morning here at JM in the AM. Mr. Stuart Hershkowitz, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good to be here. It's great to have you here. Jerusalem College of Technology, I see on the website, now known as the Lev Academic Center. Is that the way we properly refer to it? It's interesting. Machon Lev is a very well-known name in Israel in the uh, religious Zionist uh, community. But in the secular community, people thought Lev, that it was the cardiac center of uh, Shari Tzedek. (laughs) So we decided to change the name in Hebrew to Merkaz Akademi Lev, which is the the Lev Academic Center. So that's how we got to that. Um, well, the the Jerusalem College of Technology has been around for how long? Uh, next year will be the fiftieth year of the college. It has it has uh, proven that it's here to stay, huh? It has it has uh, growing by leaps and bounds. It is pretty amazing, and it is an incredible place. And you are still attracting students from all around the world, correct? Yes, we are. We have an English speaking program, the only one in Jerusalem that gives a full. Um, a degree in either business administration or computer science. Both of them are pretty sought after in Israel, and we have a great placement rate. Wow. So those programs are growing also by leaps and bounds. Um, I said earlier as I introduced you that the the JCT, Jerusalem College of Technology, is answering the needs of uh, many different, um, I don't know, aspects of Israeli society. And what I meant by that was that uh, as... More women need to be trained in certain areas. More members of the Haredi community need to be trained in certain areas and probably other areas, uh, other groups as well, which you could tell us about. Um, the JCT has gone ahead and addressed that need and has really excelled at it. Explain to everybody what's going on there. So we really see it as our calling to uh, not only provide top academic and Torah education, but also to uh, help face the needs of the state of Israel. Um, I'm going to throw out some numbers in terms of the Haredi population in Israel. Anyone who's following the news even today, uh, Haredi issues are very, very much uh, the headlines today in Israel. Uh, Still don't know if the government will survive or will be a new election. Um, But just to give you an idea of the scope of the issues, Israel today is about 11% Haredi, and that number is projected to go up to about 29% within the next 30 years. Um, today, over 60% of the Haredi population is living under the poverty line, and less than 50% of the Haredi men are working. Mm. Uh, and the ones who are working, many of them are working in um, menial jobs, or in Chinuch, or uh, a few other different uh, areas, but in, uh, let's just say, Israel's startup nation, there are virtually no Haredim involved. The numbers are incredibly small. Uh, Haredim who are in, uh, men and women, who are in the high-tech world, if you take a salary of 17,000 shekel a month, which is not all that much money, divided by three and a half, 
and you um, you have 0.7% Acharedim. So they're basically not in the game at all. Now, why is that important? Because Israel has a huge shortage of over 10,000 engineers. and But as a result, Israel's been outsourcing to the Ukraine and other countries uh, some of its... Um, it's computer work. And the answer is right under our nose. If we can get some of the Haredim to go into computers, computer science at the highest level, and I'm not just talking about basic programming, but the highest academic levels, it will be a win-win. With 60% under the poverty line, it's just not a sustainable model. Stewie Hershkowitz is here. So I wasn't aware of this. I thought that JCT reaches out because of the need to have leaders or or leaders of families in the Haredi community be more independent, be more self-sufficient. There's another big benefit to all this, which I did not know, which you just revealed, and that is that there's a shortage of engineers and programmers in Israel, and obviously we would suspect that some of these people in the Haredi community are qualified enough or have the ability uh, to study and learn what needs to be learned in order to uh, to get that degree in order to go into the workforce. Well, as you know, Nachman, they, the, all the big American companies are in Israel, big right. time. Um, IBM, Intel, Cisco, Google, everybody is in Israel. And the last one that just announced that they're getting into Israel is Amazon. Now, that's important on the professional side as well. What that means is that the grab for the top, top computer people in Israel uh, is going to be intensified. And uh, Amazon is looking for the very best computer people in Israel to join them today, which means that the American firms are getting the very, very best um, Israelis working for them. Mm-hmm. And that even increases and makes the shortage even more acute. Very interesting. What's the reaction when the Haredi community is made aware that JCT is offering these courses to their constituents? So we um, can't advertise in any of the Haredi papers. <laughs> I would think not. Uh, certainly not Hamodia and Yated Neaman. Uh, some of the website, the Haredi websites, Chadre uh, Haredim and whatnot, we can sort of get a little bit in. Um, and it's very difficult. The, uh, the Haredi leadership uh, is still very anti-academia. Uh, when they say academia, they talk about all of the colleges and universities in Israel, right. and they don't make an exception, even though we are gender separate. Uh, we have separate campuses for men and women. Uh, it's a very um, religious and Haredi-friendly atmosphere. Right, but they don't know that, or they may know it, but they still... So the numbers are growing. We, we're up to 2,000 Haredi students today in the college, largely men studying women. men and women largely studying computers. Right. And are the men and women studying the same thing? Are they going for the same degrees? Absolutely. Exactly. The same uh, same lecturers, the same tests, the same everything. So the chances of a Haredi woman in Israel being hired by Amazon are the same as a Haredi man in Israel who's familiar with the same uh, you know, syllabus, so to speak, so, same academia. Yeah. So that's a great point because we, re- we recently saw a number that was published by the Council of Higher Education in Israel. This is really an interesting number. 58% of all the college students and university students in Israel are women. But when it comes to computers, uh, it's closer to 30% mm. of all the students are women. And that's pretty much worldwide. It's not unique to Israel. Uh, JCT has 53% um, women studying computer science. Hmm. More than that, in real terms, 
it means that one out of every five women in the state of Israel who are studying computers are at JCT, and that means either religious Zionist or Haredi, largely Haredi women. So if you fast forward in 20 years, you can have a situation where more than a third of all the computer um, the, the computer people in Israel are going to be religious or Haredi women, which is an unbelievable thought to think about. You could say that again. Um, how long are these courses? Someone enters. How soon after that can they have a degree that would help them get a job? So it's full college. It's three years, uh, three-year minimum. Uh, the challenge that we have is with Haredi men. Uh, Haredi men learn absolutely no secular studies uh, pretty much for, from fourth grade on. Before they get to you. Before they get to us. Right. So to get into a top engineering program like we have at JCT without knowing a word of English, math, or science is a huge challenge. Uh, we have a machina program that basically brings these guys up from uh, zero to college level in one year, mm-hmm. which is obviously almost a mission impossible. And our dirty little secret is that we have a 50% dropout rate in that year, wow. which is very difficult, but I don't even know how the, the 50% who passed do it because it's just so incredibly difficult. Yeah. Needless to say, English is one of the biggest challenges that they have. I can imagine. My gosh, that's something that Jewish leadership needs to find out. That the, 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 even the ones who are motivated enough to go and enter a place like this are still dropping out at the rate of fifty percent in the first year because it's too difficult for them. They don't have the background necessary. Uh, I don't know if that'll change the minds of those who uh, lead the Haredi community in terms of uh, uh, education, uh, educating the young. But it's certainly something to consider. Um, Stewie Hershkowitz is here. He's vice president of the Jerusalem College of Technology. So we spoke about the Haredi men, the Haredi women. It seems that JCT, every time there is some influx uh, or need in Israeli society, go back to Russian Aliyah, go back to Ethiopian Aliyah, uh, it seems you always develop something that attracts the best from that group. Would that be an accurate way of putting it? So it's it's a good thing you raised the, uh, the uh, Russian Aliyah. That the sign of success there is the fact that the program doesn't exist anymore. Right. They've been completely integrated, and that's really our hope. We have today, and we actually we started 20 years ago. We were the first college in Israel to start an Ethiopian program, and we've graduated quite a few students. Um, it's incredibly important because uh, the career path of most Ethiopians is not academically oriented. Right. And, That's uh, not their background. And it's not their background. Uh, most of their parents are illiterate. Um, they're one of many children, and they're usually the only one of the siblings that is in an institution of higher education. Right. We're just trying to show them that there is a career path that they can take that includes academia. And I'm sure you've found some great engineers in that community, right? We have the men are largely studying engineering. Right. A lot of them go into the Army with an engineering degree, which helps them tremendously. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so who supports JCT? How does JCT, the Jerusalem College of Technology, now 50 years old, how does it uh, maintain all of these programs that they offer throughout Israel? So it's also it's a great question. It's, it's, it's very difficult. We are partially government-subsidized. The Israeli government does something that's actually very smart. Uh, a student of ours who's studying computers, yeah. um, we get a much larger uh, paycheck from the government than a student, say, studying business administration. Uh, the government is certainly making efforts to get more and more people into, um, into high-tech and into computers. 
And as I said, we're really the leading place. We have as many women studying computers as a Technion does, mm. which is pretty much um, an interesting statistic, to put it mildly. In terms of um, the rest of it, we are set by the government. Our tuitions are set. It's about 10,000 shekel a year. It's um, pretty much under $3,000 a year for tuition. We're not allowed to charge any more. That's the government sets the amount of the college tuition. And that goes for our English-speaking programs as well. So if anyone is looking to uh, save money on tuition and get a very good quality um, education, then uh, JCT is really the place. Americans with, without Israeli citizenship can do that? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. As visiting students? Uh, as visiting, we give a full degree. Right. So they could stay for the three years and get a full degree in computers. Our placement rates are over 90%. So getting a job after that today in Israel in computers is not that difficult. Do you have kids in this area who do that? Uh, we do. We do. We have... Um, Several from the New York area, but what's nice. interesting? Last year we had we have four guys from Gibraltar. <laughs> we have um, <laughs> wow. we have guys from all over Europe, pretty much, who prefer to study in English. <laughs> and I got to say something else: studying in English gives you a real leg up because it really sets you aside from the Israelis who all speak Hebrew, and most of them their English is good but not fantastic. Right. So if you have that asset, um, it could really pay. Uh, Stewie Hershkowitz is here, Jerusalem College of Technology. He is their vice president. So I asked you about the funding. You explained the role of the Israeli government. How else do you guys uh, continue to so, function? So uh, one of the reasons I'm here is to raise money. We have actually a very interesting dinner coming up. On May 6th, we have Mayim Bialik, who uh, very much identifies with what the college is doing. Uh, has she ever visited the college? Uh, she has not. Um, she knows about the college, and she identifies with what we're doing, certainly empowering women. Well, she's known as a scientist. and Yeah, uh, she, has a, right. she has a Ph.D. in, uh, in, in, um, in, in certainly in interesting topics that would very much speak to some of our female students. Right. So she's the guest speaker May the 6th. Right. At Lincoln Square Synagogue in right. New York City, and that dinner benefits the Jerusalem College of Technology. Correct. One of the things we're doing now is we're building a new campus for the women. They deserve it. Where will that be? Right adjacent to the men's campus. It will be state-of-the-art. We have the land. We should be starting to the building process uh, sometime in early 2019. We're still in the stage of getting together all the building permits, which in Israel sometimes takes a long time. <laughs> But uh, we're getting there. Are all the JCT programs and campuses in the same area in Baidvigan where, where we're familiar with it? So the women's campus today is in Givat Shaul, okay. and there is a Haredi women's campus in Ramatgan Benebra called Lustig, oh, wow. which is ours and which is very, very successful. So all, the men's, so all the men's campuses are in Jerusalem? There's only one men's campus, and that's, and that's in... That's uh, where all right. the men who go to all the programs, that's Correct. where they go. Um, all right, so how do people get information about the uh, dinner coming up on May 6th and supporting the Jerusalem College of Technology? You can go into the uh, JCT website um, where we have a lot of the information. Friendsofjct.org. Friendsofjct.org as well. It appears there as well. Right. Um, and we have it in a few places. Uh, we have an American Friends organization here. That's the Friends website, which you can get in the information on. Right. And... Um, we hope that people will turn out. Mayim Bialik is certainly uh, an interesting speaker who uh, 
doesn't appear too many of these uh, events. Well, right at the moment, one of the top actresses in the United States of America, frankly, very, very popular. And uh, I'm sure that her, uh, you know, the fact that she's going to be there is going to be a big deal for a lot of people. Right. So a degree in neuroscience is really, um, we have several women who have been studying that at JCT, and it'll really speak to them as well. Very nice. All right. Uh, Mayim Bialik is the special guest speaker on the May the 6th, Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York City. That's where the um, uh, Jerusalem College of Technology dinner is going to be taking place. You're all invited, of course, to participate. Uh, you can go to the website. Uh, we have here friendsofjct.org. Is there a better one than that? Is there a... Uh a more you can direct go to the JCT uh, Israel one, JCT uh, ACAL. So that's how Merkaz Academy right live, live, right? Okay, right. so there you have it. And we have it in English as well. And I got it. I got it right here. So those of you out there who want information, you can go to the JCT website. You will find it at jct.ac.il, jct.ac.il, and information about the dinner May the sixth is there, and we encourage everybody to be there to participate and to really, when you support JCT, essentially not only are you supporting a college, not only are you supporting a great academic institution with an unbelievable track record, 50 years as we mentioned, you're really supporting the desperately needed support of the Haredi community, right? You're, you're, you're literally supporting students who otherwise right. would be impoverished for the rest of their and their children's lives, right? Absolutely. To get real jobs and to progress. You're supporting an amazing women's initiative women out there in the community who you know want to continue to see the numbers that you mentioned earlier in terms of women being involved that that would be very meaningful to them so you're supporting amazing women's programming and giving them the potential to get the jobs that you described earlier and uh, in addition to that we should mention that it's a religious institution we should mention that there <laughs> half a day of torah learning yeah exactly it's right. half, half a day of torah learning and it is an opportunity for students to not only uh continue to progress in their academic areas of engineering and some of the things, mathematics and the things that you mentioned earlier, but also uh, to continue to uh, keep their heritage and tradition foremost, um, uh, you know, at the forefront as and they go through this whole process. Many of you know our uh, Rosh Hashiva, Rav Yosef Tzvi Rimon, who's right. really made a name for himself here He's amazing. Well. And he's our Rosh Hashiva. Is he full-time now with JCC? Absolutely. Since when? Uh, this is his third year. What a tremendous get. Yeah, it really is. I didn't know about it till now. Yeah, we really, uh, he's so impressive and he's doing so many things. As a matter of fact, next week he's bringing a, an oven and he is going to be baking matzahs at the campus <laughs> and he'll be giving a shear on how to bake matzahs. And then Chaim Sukenik, the president, will be talking about it. He has a PhD in chemistry. He'll be speaking about the chemical aspects of chametz. So this is what Rav Ramon has brought to the campus, and this is what JCT is really all about. Plus, Rav Ramon has been has been a very active over the last 15, 20 years in terms of making sure that Israelis who need employment get employment. Absolutely. This must be right up his alley. Absolutely. It really is. Just one other thing. Now. Will he be at the dinner? Um, I hope. Good question. I, we we I hope, hope that he'll be there. Yes. That would be amazing. We hope he'll be there. He is. Uh, he's an absolute... Um, um, he has so much energy. He he walks really to a room nice. and you know he, he lights it up. And I hope that he uh, he's here to meet everybody on May the sixth because he's just an incredible personality. Go ahead. I'm sorry you were saying. Yeah. So one of the other things, the last thing that I think is really the bread and butter of the college, is um, our representation in all the defense forces mm, in Israel. Can imagine the R and D in Israel. Um, our guys are all over the place in the top positions. Our frustration is that the uh, Army spokesman 
doesn't let us talk about them, <laughs> mention them, That's right. uh, mention their names, mention or, what they're doing, their titles, <laughs> or their titles, and we have oh, a gosh. very, very large percentage of the heads of the R&D section in the Army are, are graduates who really see it as a calling, which is really what the college is all about. Years ago, I remember we were at JCT to do some interviews, and we were really restricted to what we were allowed to say about some of the guests who were sitting in front of us. You know, to be very, to be very careful. Our research is, um, we're doing a lot of research with the Army and with the Defense Forces, which of course we can't speak about, right. but it's absolutely fascinating and it's frustrating that we can speak about it, but it's really the bread and butter of the college and people see it as their calling. Um, and that's why today in a uh, society where you can make so much money in Israel in high tech, uh, it's very, very hard for the Army to keep people there. Um, I just spoke to someone very senior in the Army, he told me that there were billions of shekel waiting to be used in the army for r&d projects that are not being used they just simply don't have the engineers to do it Unbelievable. and whoever there is it's an awful lot of our guys who are the the guys who are left there who are doing it because they see it as a calling in your role are you sometimes presented with brand new inventions that students at jct have come up with because i know that used to be a, a big deal as technology continued to, to evolve a lot of really new innovations came out of JCT. Absolutely. I'm actually the uh, CEO of our tech transfer company, and I see it a lot. We have a very interesting story just now. Uh, two guys who were senior guys in the uh, drone program, yeah. which Israel is really number one in the world in that, and they came to the college, and I asked them, what, what do you need to study the drones? You can teach us about the drones. They said, you, we, we have a startup based on the drone technology that we need to understand the business side, and we're going to be studying business. So they've actually done very, very well. Two students, very nice guys. They learn half a day. They don't start any of their high-tech or academic work until they finish a half a day of learning. And they're really poster boys for, for what JCT is all about. They love the learning. They came specially for the learning. They could have gone to any college to understand the business side. They came to us for that. And they are really moving. Their their startup is is doing quite well. Unbelievable! With all the uh, with all the innovations that are going on, there must be drones flying all around the campus these days. <laughs> you can only imagine what's going on with all these technological advances. They believe that at the end of the day, the cameras that Israel has now posted all over on different settlements or different areas, right? Um, the drones are a lot more accurate. They can move them around wherever they want. They can be up in a minute. Um, and so they've been selling it to the, to the national parks in Israel, to the fire departments in Israel, uh, the drones to be able to tell them exactly where a fire is or where someone is lost on some sort of teal. And they've actually got several contracts already in that area. And they've just begun. Incredible. So that's just one of the many, many. Uh, How many students would you say the college is now servicing at this moment? We have 5,000 students, which is an awful lot. It's about. 55% women, and um, growing by leaps and bounds. We can't encourage this audience enough to uh, learn more about JCT. We've always been big fans, and they just continue uh, to be innovative and to continue to grow and continue to uh, to find more areas of Israeli society where they can be helpful. Uh, you can go to the website, jct.ac.il, jct.ac.il, and I remind you and will continue to remind you that on May the 6th, it'll be a special night when Mayim Bialik who's not only known to, for being a Hollywood actress, but is known for her neuroscience expertise, will be speaking at the uh, JCT dinner at Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York City. And I'm sure that night we'll find out even more about the programs for men and women, for Haredim and others uh, that are taking place at the Jerusalem College of Technology 
in Israel. And uh, for information about all of this, jct.ac.il. And uh, again, the dinner happening on May the 6th. Dewey Hershkowitz, Vice President of the Jerusalem College of Technology. Thank you very, very much for this update. Thank you, Nachum. Like it's really I, a pleasure. Like I say, it seems every time we hear more about JCT, they just continue to get bigger and bigger, to grow more and more, to give more and more uh, options in terms of programming to the students around Israel, and in this case, to really help um, a couple of uh, segments of Israeli society that need help right now, and that is both uh, the Haredim and, uh, and the women specifically who are looking for programs and looking for programs they can excel in, and you have uh, certainly developed those for them. It's really amazing. Thank you very much, Nick. A pleasure. More coming up. It's a Tuesday morning edition. You are listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>